Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to r slash true off my chest, where OP's brother is sleeping with their mother. Our next Reddit post is from Needleworker Legal. I'm a 17-year-old boy, and I think my 22-year-old brother is sleeping with our mom. I know this will sound bizarre, and for me it is too, but I've been having suspicions for quite a long time. My brother and my mom have always had a close relationship. My brother is my mother's golden child, and they've always been close. But every time my dad goes on a work trip, they become even closer, like cuddling while watching a movie, and they even go outside together. Whenever I ask them about this, they say that it's a normal mother and son relationship, but I feel quite disgusted with this. Yesterday was the final nail in the coffin. My dad went on a business trip on Thursday, and he should be back this Wednesday. So I was returning home after seeing some friends, and the house was quiet. But the lights were on, and that bothered me. And when I went to take some comfy clothes from my room, I heard some noises from my parents' room. I just freaked out and remained quiet, then went to the bathroom. By the time I came out, my mom and brother were eating dinner like nothing happened. They even seemed surprised to see me home. I'm confused right now. I don't know if I should tell my dad because I have no solid proof, but I'm almost 100% sure that something's going on. Then, about a week later, OP posted an update. I put out some cameras like some of you suggested, and yes, I have a video of my mom and my brother entering my parents' bedroom. I don't know what they're doing in there, and frankly, I don't care. It's disgusting. They were in there for about an hour and then came out like nothing happened. Of course, when my dad came back, I told him about my suspicions, and I even showed him the video. He was angry. I've never seen him like this before. He began screaming at my mom and my brother. After a while, they argued that they weren't doing anything sexual, and my mother was angry at my dad for suggesting that. But when my dad asked her what they were doing, she just stood there in silence. I'm now with my dad at my aunt's house, his sister. I don't know what'll happen, but at least my dad knows now. Man, I'm really feeling the top comment of this update. Cycle Sammy says, Damn, dude. One of the few times I can honestly say, I hope they were doing drugs. Then, two days later, OP posted an update. This morning, my mom came to my aunt's house, and she came clean with everything. My brother sexually assaulted her. It seems that, a year ago, my brother entered into my parents' room when my dad was on a business trip and forced himself on her. She showed us messages of my brother threatening her with violence. She told us that my brother had taken photos of that first encounter and that he was using it as some kind of blackmail. My dad was fuming, and the moment we went back home and he saw my brother, he started beating him. I had to grab my dad, and the neighbors called the cops because of the noises. The police came, and everything was in chaos. An ambulance had to come and take my brother, but none of us went with him. My mom and I talked with the police and explained everything. The cops checked my brother's laptop and phone and found lots of explicit pictures and videos of not only just my mom, but some other girls and even a cousin whom we haven't seen in years. 
They took my dad into custody, and my mom and I went with them. My mom is now suing my brother. We're going to contact my cousin and search for the other girls to see where they are. The thing that makes me feel like scum is that this whole time, I thought that my mom was a molester, when really, she was a victim. She talked to me and apologized profusely for pushing me aside and neglecting me, but she said that my brother was threatening her into not talking with me, so I kinda guessed that she was protecting me? I'm not gonna post another update, at least not for a while. This has been a stressful few weeks. My dad will spend the night in prison, but the police have told us that tomorrow morning, they'll set him free. As for my brother, we don't care about him. My aunt has told the rest of the family what happened, so now we'll try to contact the other girls and we'll try to convince them to sue my brother as well. I feel like a failure for not being able to save my mother. So for clarity, I don't think OP is a native English speaker, so when he says sue his brother, I think what he actually means is press charges, but something's getting lost in translation because suing doesn't make sense here. Our next Reddit post is from Illustrious Slide. Hey everyone, I just need to get something off my chest that's been sitting there like a rock since it happened. I'm a 21-year-old college girl just trying to juggle classes and make ends meet. Tutoring high schoolers and writing has been my go-to side gig for a while now. It's something I've prided myself on, being able to help kids express themselves and improve academically. That was until one situation got the best of me, and now I'm not sure how I feel about it. So there was this one kid, really sweet and super passionate about his future goals, but writing just wasn't his strong suit. He was applying for this scholarship, one of those life-changing, full-ride deals that don't come around too often. He was so stressed, running on fumes, and the desperation in his eyes was something I couldn't shake. When we sat down to work on his essay, it was like he just couldn't translate his thoughts onto paper. Logic took a back seat, and before I knew it, I was doing more than just guiding him. I was writing the whole darn thing. It felt wrong, but simultaneously, it felt like I was just helping him out, something friends do for each other, right? Now, here's the kicker. He won the scholarship. The full ride. His future, his dreams, they're all coming true, and I should be over the moon for him, but I'm not. I'm tangled in this web of emotions. There's joy, sure, because I genuinely wanted to see him succeed. But then there's this sinking feeling in my stomach that's screaming that what I did was unethical, and that his achievement has this shadow hanging over it because of me. It's gnawing at me, this fear that one day he'll realize the part that I played and feel like his success isn't fully deserved. Or worse, that others will find out and both of our integrity will be questioned. Can a good deed overshadow the wrong way that it was done? I just don't know, and it's eating me up inside. OP, I wouldn't worry too much. I mean, personally, I'm the type of person who's a bit more willing to bend the rules or outright ignore them entirely, so I don't think that what you did is that big of a deal. But also, the odds that he won the entire scholarship just because of an essay is probably not accurate. Sounds like you might be a little full of yourself, OP. I mean, I'm sure it was a great essay, but was it the deciding factor? Probably not. It was probably his background, plus his grades, plus his ambition, plus his extracurricular activities, and also, to some minor degree, the essay as well. So don't sweat it, OP. I think you did a good deed. Our next Reddit post is from Eastside Wests. Okay, so I'm a 17-year-old boy, and I have a twin sister. And if I'm being honest, our mom has always seemed more partial to her. 
She's always far quicker to give her hugs and compliments, and she seems a bit more emotionally distant to me. I've noticed it my whole life, and I've tried to not let it bother me, but things finally came to a head recently. I don't really want to get into the inciting incident that started this. Long story short, we've been looking at colleges, and I was upset because it seemed like she wanted my sister to stay local more than she wanted me to. And I told my mom that she loved my sister more than me our whole lives, and that she didn't care about me, and I'm still not sure why. Today, she came into my room and asked if we could talk, and she said that there's something she felt that it was time to tell me. Then, she opened up about her childhood, something she's never done. And she explained that her father abused her sexually, and she had brothers who abused her too. And it instilled a deep disdain towards men in her. She told me that she's been meaning to go to therapy and get help, but she told me that it breaks her heart that she ever made me feel like she loved me less than my sister. And she's been trying my whole life to get the F over it and grow up. And that it breaks her heart that she hasn't been the mom that I deserve. She started crying, and I hugged her, and I told her that I loved her and that she was a great mom and I was lucky to have her. Afterwards, I suggested that we go out to dinner, just the two of us, and I could pay, and she said that she would take me up on that under the condition that she would pay. So we had a really nice dinner and we talked, and I felt that I connected with her in a way that I hadn't before. I can't really explain it, but it felt like I saw her, and she saw me in a different but good way. Overall, I'm gonna be honest, I feel terrible because I feel like I made her trauma all about me. She's a wonderful person, and I don't know why I'd accuse her of not loving me like she loves my sister. All I know is that I'm gonna be better to her, and I understand that she's doing her best. We all are. That's it. It's just something that I wanted to share. I don't know, OP. I can definitely understand why you're going easy on her because you love her and she's your mom, but... Basically, she's been neglecting you for 17 years. So, I just want to say, if you're upset about this OP, you have every right to be. Our next Reddit post is from Wonderful Parsley. I'm packing up my stuff and moving out before my fiancé comes home tomorrow. How can life go so sour this fast? I'm a 37-year-old woman. My fiancé, who's 38, just proposed to me a week ago and made me the happiest woman on earth. Why did he propose to me if he didn't love me, if I wasn't enough? I just can't understand what's happening. I'm so grateful to have my family. I'm grateful to my brothers, who left everything to come and help me move out my stuff before he got home. I don't know how to repay them. I know they're busy with Christmas around the corner, and yet they dropped everything and came when they heard me crying on the phone. My fiancé usually goes on trips for work. This time, however, I found it was odd that he was staying until Christmas Eve. Usually, he only travels during weekdays and rarely on weekends. I also found it odd that he didn't FaceTime me to say goodnight. And when I tried to FaceTime him, he said that he was too tired and apologized. He usually sleeps with my FaceTime active to pretend that I was with him. Then, he sent me a goodnight picture of him in bed. I sent him a kiss. Then, before going to bed, I scrolled Instagram, and he had shared that same picture, and one of our mutual friends commented, Hey, is that OP in the reflection? Say hi for me. I was confused, and sure enough, I saw a woman reflected in his glasses. I didn't notice that when he sent me the picture, and he probably didn't either. I liked the comment, but my fiancé didn't answer. He probably wasn't online. I didn't know what to do. It was already late at night, but I felt like the world was closing in around me, so I called my mom crying, and she asked me to come home. I said no, I needed to start packing, and I've been doing it all night. 
This morning, my brothers and my parents showed up with a moving van. I love them so much. My fiancé has now deleted the picture. He probably saw that I liked the comment about the woman in the reflection. He's called me over a hundred times and is still calling me. I will never see or speak to him ever again. He will never see me crying. I will never ask why. He will never get the chance to explain. He can stay in hotels with all the women in the world for all I care. Why do these things happen? I really thought that he was happy, that I made him happy. How could he do this? Hmm, I have to wonder, OP, if the friend was just being, oh, say hi to OP, or if this person really knew what was up and they finally saw the opportunity and jumped on it. Our next Reddit post is from Pale Fox. I'm scared that my child is going to murder me and my family. My 16-year-old child has been in and out of mental health facilities, outpatient treatment, and groups for seven years. He recently took an overdose, both trying to get high and to kill himself. My child is highly intelligent. He's been tested. He has an IQ of around 150. That said, he only chooses to use his intelligence for negative things. He's been violent in the past. He almost killed his infant brother when he was almost four or five years old. He's using drugs and anything he can find to get high. He's engaging in extremely concerning sexual behaviors, illegal activities, and much more. He cannot be on electronic devices of any sort because of some of his behaviors. He lacks empathy and has negative empathy even. No remorse. He's highly manipulative, sneaky, spiteful, vulgar, despite so, so much love and treatment his entire life. He's currently on an involuntary hold due to the overdose. They could only extend it seven days with the courts. I told them repeatedly that I'm afraid of my child for myself and my other kids, and he cannot come home. The doctor said, fine, they'll call Child Protective Services and I'll be charged. And I told the doctor, do what you need to do. I'll have to face charges if he kills his siblings anyways, so I'd rather he be kept somewhere in a safe place. However, if CPS takes him, he'll go to a group home, and he'll still be a huge danger to the community. I spoke to CPS, and they said that I wouldn't be charged, but they can't keep him in a locked facility until a hearing, which could be months from now. I'm scared that he'll kill us and himself. Some of the experts I've talked to have said that my son is likely a sociopath and he probably has some kind of personality disorder. But at the hospital where he's at now, I know that he's manipulating people into thinking that he's fine and that everyone else is crazy. I'm panicking every day about his release from the hospital, fearing that we'll be on the news. I told someone from my support group tonight that if he sees me on the news dead next week, to please fight the system. I don't know how they can't have anything in place to deal with this. I'm absolutely losing my mind now. Down in the comments, we have this story from any situation. OP, I had a cousin like this. He was temporarily committed, and his mom, my aunt, moved out and ghosted us. I don't blame her because he tried to drown his sister. His dad came home early and saw him do it, and he went beast mode. He beat the hell out of him after he saved my cousin. I can't blame them for leaving. It's better to have two kids that are alive than two dead ones. To this day, my cousin won't go near water. She was five, he was twelve. They're good parents, but he was just effing horrible. Sometimes you can't fix what's broken. That was r slash true off my chest. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.